Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me again this week. I want to read out of John chapter 6. We're going to go through the first, I don't know, 13, 14 verses of this chapter. It's a scene where Jesus feeds 5,000 with a couple loaves and a few fish. At this point, Jesus had been speaking to a crowd about his authority and also speaking of who or what testifies to who he is. So in chapter 6 it says, Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy food for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. There are several things that strike me about this account. Obviously, the fact that Jesus was able to take a couple loaves of bread and a few fish and feed thousands of people, it's miraculous. It's a miracle. These people who were approaching him and added in number to those he had been speaking to already, they followed him because of what they had seen and heard about him. So now they see this miracle being performed before their very eyes, it must have left an incredible impression on these people. They must have had an incredible spiritual experience in that moment. I want to look at two things specifically though. The first thing is that these people were following Jesus because of a spiritual need. He had something that they needed that only he could fill. And as they followed him, as they pursued Christ, that need was filled. Spiritually, they experienced the glory of God manifesting in him through miracles, signs, wonders, healings, this miraculous provision. But those people also had practical, physical needs. The time and attention on this day that they devoted to either reaching Christ or spending time with him meant that they didn't have the means to provide for themselves when that physical hunger, that physical need appeared. And so what did Jesus do? He met the physical need too. There's two types of hunger these people had. And this was not just about meeting a spiritual need, which for us, it's also about when we serve, not meeting just a physical need. God was able to meet both needs. And he's able to do both of those things also through us. Let's look at this little boy. Who had the loaves and the fish? This little child, we don't know, this could have been his personal food that he'd been given so that he could eat that evening. This could have been for him and maybe a sibling or a parent, we don't know. 
What we do know is that he didn't have anywhere near enough to feed thousands of people. What this child gave so that Jesus could perform this miracle was very little. In comparison to what would have been needed to feed all these people, it was nothing. This kid, what he gave was something, but it was nothing. Yet what did God do with that nothing? He made it abundant. Not only was the need met, not only was everybody satisfied, but there was an abundance of food left over. And what did Jesus say? Jesus said, collect these, gather the pieces, make sure that nothing is wasted. So the two things that I see here are, first, a reminder to us that God does not enter our lives simply to meet a spiritual need. Yes, the spiritual need is the most crucial. What happens to my spirit and my soul in eternity, what happens to that, what happens to us matters spiritually. But that doesn't mean that God says, well, let me forsake the physical. I'm just going to take care of your spiritual well-being and whatever you have to deal with physically in this life, forget about it, doesn't matter. That's not God's attitude. The provision he wants to pour on us is both spiritual and physical. He's here to meet both of those hungers. When it comes to the little boy, what we see here is someone who has nothing. He's got nothing. He reminds me of the widow with the two pennies. She had nothing. For her, that was everything. For this little boy, that was everything. That was all the food he had. That was all the money she had. But in context, when we look at what the widow put in, those two little pennies, compared to what some more wealthy people might have put in, she was putting in nothing. When compared to the amount of food needed to feed thousands, what the little boy gave was nothing. Yet God made it something huge. And after the need was met, some was even left over. And the really interesting thing is that God doesn't need anything from me. He doesn't need my money. He doesn't need my things. He didn't need this little boy's food. God owns everything. Everything's his. We're just stewards of what we have. He could have made food out of nothing. He could have satisfied their hunger miraculously without them even eating. Yet God chose to engage this child and use what he had, almost like he's borrowing it, right? If you, if you give me this, see what I can do with it, even though God didn't need it. But he chose to engage that child. And the question was, are you willing to give up the little you have, which in the grand scheme of things is nothing, but for you in this moment could be everything. Are you willing to give that up to me to see what I do with it or how I honor your giving? So that's the question, right? When we're reluctant to sow a little bit because the little bit we could sow seems to us so inconsequential, yet at the same time is so valuable to us. And God says, well, do you trust me to do much more with that than you can imagine? The question of physical need here is all over this story. Those who followed Jesus for a spiritual need to be filled had all kinds of needs filled because God is faithful if we are faithful to follow Christ. The little boy who gave what little he had, who might have thought he was being left with nothing, ended up with everybody else having way more than they even needed, having leftovers because he was willing to give that up. In both situations, whether you're one of the crowd giving of yourself, or you're the little boy giving what you have, both gave to the Lord with faith that God would bless them, would carry them, would provide for them. Follow Jesus 
Don't worry about whether you will eat physical food. Focus on the spiritual food. God will complete the rest. Follow Jesus. Give him what he asks of you. Give God what he requires. Because even if that little teeny tiny bit looks small in comparison to everything else, or even if that little teeny tiny bit is so huge compared to your need, if you trust God who owns everything, he will provide. It's all about following in faith and trusting God with the rest. These lives of ours can be miracle after miracle after miracle. We only have to follow Christ in faith. The question is whether we're willing to say yes so that we can see God work in those miraculous ways. Father, we thank you that you generously gave your son, selflessly gave your only son for us. Father, we ask that you would give us similar hearts, God, that we would follow in faith, that we would leave, that we would drop, that we would forsake in order to follow Christ first, that we would follow him for our spiritual food and that we would trust you for the rest. Father, we ask, God, that you give us the generosity you had, Lord, that when you ask of us, whether it's big or small, whether it's out of our need or out of our abundance, God, that we would gladly give to you, Lord, trusting that you will do so much more with what's left than we could imagine. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. So